Good morning. Welcome to church. Happy Father's Day. Will you stand with us? We're going to start off singing an old hymn of the church. Jesus, we welcome you here today. We worship you. We lift you up. We elevate your name. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Move in our hearts and in our minds. Stir us to action. Father, this time is yours. Be glorified by everything that happens. We pray this in your name. Amen. Let's sing together. Thank you. 
continue worshiping, continue worshiping God. Raising up our hallelujah this morning. Sing with me.
You know it's getting good when you're going to Revelation. Revelation 4. Oh, goodness. I didn't plan on not being able to see the words. You are worthy, O Lord our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and they exist because you created what you pleased. Worthy is the Lamb who was slaughtered to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessings. Jesus, worthy is your name.
can be seated. Can I just tell you it matters that you're here? I mean, we're happy to see you, but it matters that you're here. It matters to the people around you that you're here. Um, it matters to God. So, um, welcome to this place where we put ourselves in a posture of listening and being changed by God. Um, I want you to know that God sees you and he loves you and he's chasing after you. Last week, um, as the service was ending, I don't know if you guys uh, met my friend Allie who came last week. Allie is a pastor who lives in Orlando and she and her daughter um, were taking a, a weekend away and uh, we had been talking for a while about her showing up at church. Um, sweet, sweet girl. She's a pastor in a Spanish-speaking congregation. Did you meet her? I hope so. She's, she's really awesome. And so at the end of the service, a gentleman came in and didn't speak a lick of English. His name was Eduardo. God knew that Allie was going to be here last week. And Allie, who is a pastor, was able to pray with him and talk to him and, and, and find out, you know, what was going on with him. And this is what had happened. He, was, he lives in Orlando. He was out here for work. And he drove down the road, and he was feeling so lonely and so lost. And he prayed, God, I just need to know that you care. And he said, he passed our church, and it was as if God said, that's the place, turn around. And he turned around and he came back. And in those moments of his conversation with Allie, God knew, you guys. God knew that Allie was going to be here last week to be able to speak to him in his native language. God sees you. God loves you. And when you listen to him, he is always speaking. I, I get um, a little frustrated when someone says after a church service or something, God showed up. God is here. God is here. It's our awareness that needs to change, my friends. God is here. He sees you and he loves you and he is worthy to be followed. He is worthy to be obeyed. He is worthy to be loved and adored. And he believes that you are worthy of love too. So, this morning, maybe you don't feel that. Maybe you don't feel like God sees you. Maybe you don't feel like God loves you. Today, I pray that your heart is changed and you can turn your ears on, as I say to the kids, turn your listening ears on, to hear his voice of love and grace for you. So let's pray and let's listen. 
to him. What a good God you are. Lord Jesus, we know that you have promised your presence with us, that you have sent your Holy Spirit to be at work in and among us. Lord, will you help us to see and hear? Will you change where our attention goes? Will you help us to be among those who aren't the first to complain or be critical? Oh, but God, that you will give us willing hearts to let our hands and feet be used by you, to let our mouths be used by you, to let our minds be used by you. Lord, because there are people like Eduardo in our lives every day. Every single day. And not all of them will turn around and be obedient in that moment. But God, you have called us to be obedient. Will you help us to say yes in every moment? Will you help us to follow you into the places where you have called us? It is not beyond me this morning in this season of Pentecost where we celebrate the gift of your Holy Spirit. It's it's not lost on me, Jesus, that these men and women of the early church, they were few, but they were obedient. And they said yes with their very lives. And the world was changed, God. And so I pray that even today you will do that kind of work in your church. I pray that even today you will do that kind of work in the lives of the people Who are your church? Do something in and through us, even now, God. We thank you that you see us and that you love us and that your grace covers us. And with that kind of love, (laughs) we can't help but respond however it is you want us to respond. And so today we just say yes. And we're going to keep saying yes, and it may not be pretty all the time, and it may not be easy, and some days it's going to feel um, like a hopeless cause. We say yes, and we trust you. It's in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. So I'm just going to ask you some questions about your dad. I'm a dad, too, so. Yeah, I know, because you're a girl and you're a boy. That's right. (laughs) Action. What is your dad like? He's funny. He's really funny. He's really funny. How is he funny? His dad jokes. You like his dad jokes? No. 
What are some funny things that your dad does? He claps really hard and mom doesn't like it. He claps really loud. Yeah, like this. Wow. Wow. What is your dad good at? Working. He's really good at fixing things and building things. He usually goes to the fast food place to get his breakfast. What do you normally eat? Uh, biscuits and waffles. It's a lot of carbs. Is there stuff that he's not very good at? Not very good at risk, I guess. Three against one. Yeah. He's not that good at hair. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, I thought you were about to Was that a song you were singing? Um, no. Oh. What's something he's done you like? That is not very good at there. Jokes. Jokes. <laughs> is your dad... Pretty strong dude. Yeah, because he almost goes to CrossFit every day. So he's a CrossFit dad. He's like, explore! Does he do that? Uh. Do an impersonation of your dad. <sighs> I'm just going to rest my eyes. <laughs> Is there anything that your dad has taught you? Nope. What, is it, what does he teach you? Sightway. Sight words. I copy him to do what he does. And yeah, you copy him. I just do stuff to make myself learn from him. What's your favorite thing to do with your dad? Snuggle and talk with stuffed animals. Go fishing. Play wrestle with me. When you get on his back, he like yanks us off of him. How does your dad make you feel? Special? Happy. He makes me hungry from his delicious food. He makes sure we're safe. Make me happy. Yeah, that's what it makes me feel like. Good job, bro. The whole time that video was on, all I could think was, those kids have really good hair. Did you know? <laughs> they were really put together. I think they knew they were going to be on a video or something. Okay, well, are you going to help me? Because I'm not really, okay. So, hey, dads. We're so glad that you're here, moms and, and non-dad non and non-moms, everyone. We're glad that you're here. We just happen to have gifts for dads so or dudes. You don't have to be a dad. Just be a dude. Okay, so we've got, um, I don't know what this is. Is that a light? Oh. <gasps> That's awesome. Great for camping or hurricanes. <laughs> Okay, we'll see what else is in here. Ooh, okay, so this looks like a mug that has a carabiner attached to it, so you can stick it on your on your pocket and always have a mug when you need coffee. I need one of these. Is that what that's for? Yeah. Or on your backpack? Yeah. You can, or, or on your keychain? That might be a little extreme. Okay. Um, okay, here's that. Oh, goodness. Ooh. It's a little five-in-one hammer. It has screwdrivers stored in the handle. What? Gadgety. It's like Inspector Gadget. What? It's like, it's like a Russian doll. It and just keeps on... <gasps> smaller and smaller. Wait. Isn't that cute? 
this is this is perfect for that junk drawer in the kitchen with like your batteries and stuff where you're like, I don't want to get the tools out, but I really need to just put up a picture or screw something in. I want one of those. Right? You can have, I bet you can have one. <laughs> All right, what else? What else? Oh, is there? Okay. If you don't want any of that, ta-da! You can have a bag. So after the service today, um, go grab a gift. We're so, so glad that um, you're here. It matters, dads. It matters to your family. What? Pops for pop? I never call soda pop. Soda pop. Hey, um, I... uh, I am excited because I get to leave y'all in just a few minutes. I'm going to head out with the kids, and I love being with them. Um, You would, too. I'm just saying. I wanted to read to you something that I read this week um, before we exchange greetings and pass the peace to one another. Um, It doesn't say who it's by. It sounds like it's someone from a long time ago. Uh, But this is what this quote said, and I loved it so much. Life is short, and we do not have much time to gladden the hearts of those who travel with us. So be swift to love, make haste to be kind, and go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Isn't that wonderful? Make haste. We don't have much time to gladden the hearts Today, today is our opportunity, our opportunity to encourage each other, lift one another up. And so will you stand with me? When we pass the peace, that's what we're doing. We are saying to each other that we hope that all is right between you and God, and I hope that all is right between you and me, and that this peace that passes understanding will do something that we can't quite understand among us. So, may the peace of Christ be with you today. Thank you. Please extend that peace to each other. And kids, meet me by that back corner door, and we'll go um, have some fun.
Well, let's gather up. That's my favorite time. It's hard to cut it short. I want to just hang out and talk with you guys for a couple of days. Uh, we do. We did forget about one Father's Day thing that we have going on. Uh, Butch has got a Father's Day special, two for one ammo out of the back of his pickup after church. I'm just. I like messing with Butch. All right. Uh, as we come to offering on Father's Day, uh, uh, this is tough because I'm always brought back to a verse from the book of Genesis. Um, I'll read it to you so you don't have to open up. But in the book of Genesis, oh, these online Bibles don't turn pages as quick as I'd like. I lost my spot in the Bible here. So, verses 1 and 2 out of Genesis 22. After all this, God tested Abraham. First of all, who is, who is Abraham known as? Do you remember the song? Father Abraham? Kind of the father of, of, of where we are. Yes, answered Abraham, I'm listening. He said, take your dear son Isaac whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I'll point out to you. What a horrible, horrible Father's Day verse. I've got three boys that I love more than anything. I've lived around the world. I've been to the greatest places, tasted the greatest things. I wouldn't trade one second of my boys to have any of that. Greatest things on earth for me. And as I look at this, and I look at God's calling on Abraham's life, and God said, remember, Abraham couldn't have a, couldn't have a boy. He couldn't have a kid. And in his old age, God finally gave him his greatest desire. And that God said, Abraham, how much do you love me? And Abraham's like, I, I love you more than anything. He's like, great. Take your most prized earthly thing, your son, and offer him up to me as a burnt offering. What a horrible, horrible, horrible request, right? But that is in our way of thinking. That is in our temporary earthly thinking. And as we come to a time of offering on this day I'm always thought I always think God what kind of offering are you requesting of me I would gladly instantly sacrifice myself to save any of my boys but would I give up my most prized possessions to serve God's will so that's as we come to offering God I feel like a saying to us today what is the call on our life that God has where he's saying, I want you to give this up, not just to teach you a lesson. I want you to give this up because as you submit to his obedience, to his will, when you're obedient to him, the greatest things of all time become possible. Abraham led a nation down a path that led to us having and knowing Jesus. Where our Creator, God, said, I have my only Son, 
blameless son, perfect in every way on this earth. And I will sacrifice my son for you so that you too can know what it means to be blameless, to be set free and have eternal life.